Hey there, and welcome back to the Etsy Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Cody McGuffey, and today we're talking with Lizzie Smiley about her story of launching her Etsy shop in the past, going from a bunch of excitement, and she was super excited to launch her shop, and thought she was gonna get a bunch of sales, and then she actually got pretty much zero sales, okay? But then she stuck with it, and then she slowly built it to generate over three dollars $5,000 a month in, uh, in sales, and she just gets real with us, and I, I really, really appreciate that. In today's show, Lizzie just talks about how she just had her new baby. She talks about how, how that's actually impacted her Etsy shop and her Etsy business. And she gives solid advice to new sellers and also existing sellers on the skills needed to actually thrive as a, as a full-time online entrepreneur. Here's a clip from today's show. And a lot of the objections that I get in terms, I don't know if you've heard this, Cody, it's like, oh, only like the OG Etsy shops make any money. The new ones on the, on, like it's too saturated, the new ones. And so I'm, I'm in the process of proving that very wrong um, in, a, in a great way. So that's kind of what I'm playing with right now. And I'm having a ball and I'm not going back to making signs. I've totally pivoted to other things that I'm much more excited about. We have an awesome episode for you guys today. This podcast is brought to you by Everbee. Everbee is the growth tool that helps Etsy sellers find winning products and gets more sales. With Everbee, you can see revenue estimates of a product. You can actually see how many monthly sales a specific listing is generating. You can see the tags that that listing is using to drive their SEO to get those sales. And then we show you the keyword search volume. So you actually understand what people are searching for on Etsy. You understand what they're, what they're actually buying on Etsy. So you can make those things. Okay, it's a tool you guys need to be using to grow your Etsy business. Uh, sign up for free, everbee.io. And let's jump into today's episode. Can you tell the audience a little bit about you and how you actually came to Etsy? Yeah, but Cody, are you kidding me? Like, thank you. I can't believe we're hanging out doing this today. I'm I'm so excited to be here. So thank you. How did I come to you with on Etsy? So I was a corporate America girl, got out of college, went for that normal 40-year plan. And um, I felt like my soul was being sucked out of my body. I was really good at it, really good at it, but I hated it. It was not good for my mental health. Um, and so I didn't last long and moved into entrepreneurship pretty early on. And um, I started out by being a social media manager. So I had built a business um, managing social media for some really cool projects. I got to do a movie and then um, I got to do like a couple of ministries. I got to do authors. I got to do a ballet studio. There were a whole bunch of different clients, like so many amazing stories. Mm -hmm. um, and that was really demanding, but really rewarding. I enjoyed it. And then I got pregnant. It was a wonderful surprise and very quickly learned um, when my baby was born that I could not continue with the demanding uh, social media managing work and consulting with a screaming newborn. Okay. <laughs> and so I had to pivot and find a way to use some of my skills and interests to do something that would allow me to still be really present with my daughter. And um, it, it turned out I had started a blog uh, um shortly after my daughter was born, I'd really started writing beforehand. And I was already running my own social media just because I liked to practice what I preached for my clients. And I had created some, my husband and I, uh, real crafty people, like we're, we're real kind of like on the farm down home. Yeah. So we're DIYers all the way. Okay. He built me some reclaimed wood signs and I painted them for her nursery. And I'm telling you, they're the ugliest things you've ever seen. Um, at least I think so now, but well, I kind of chuckle now. But I posted these because we were doing like a nursery reveal and people went bananas. Like my followers, they like loved it. It was like the height of the reclaimed wood, Joanna Gaines, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of the farmhouse. Oh yeah. And they were like, where can we buy them? I'm like, are you kidding me? I painted this in like a 
<laughs> and that is how like like this is the edited ver version edition but that is how my etsy shop came to be i started an etsy shop selling those signs <laughs> i love that okay so home decor rustic decor sounds like um love it and then so you basically you, you created a shop because you needed a place to sell these things and, right. and take the money and exchange the value, all that good stuff. So you launched an Etsy shop in a matter of probably a week or something like that. Yes. Okay. And then how'd it go from there? Terrible. Um, so terrible. So then I realized that just because you build, it doesn't mean they'll come. And, um, you know, a couple of people from my blog who were excited about the signs, you know, grabbed, you know, one or two, I had a couple of early sales and then it was crickets for, uh -huh like four to six months oh, wow. and I had a bunch of signs up. They were items that I thought were really cool things that I would buy. Um, but nobody else would. And it honestly, it was really discouraging yeah. and I had to learn, I, but I'm, I'm a figure it out girl. I don't know if you've ever read the book. Do you, do you know who Marie Forleo is? I don't know if she's more for those chicks, but I don't know, but I think you just have figured out girl. And I feel like we use a lot in, in Everbe. We use figured out ability and it's actually like a oh. tip we use all the time. But it sounds like okay. the same. Oh my gosh. No, honestly, that's perfect because um Marie Forleo's phrase is everything is figure outable. Mm, nice. Yeah. She's got a book and everything. It's phenomenal. And I am like that. I'm like I, you really can't discourage me for long. Like I'm going to find a way if I want. So um I took a course and I figured out keywords, SEO. <laughs> I learned the basics. I also learned that my pictures sucked. <laughs> and I needed <laughs> And um, once I did that, I went from making maybe $25 a month to making $3,000, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 plus a month. It kind of kept growing. Um, and yeah, it was that, but it took it took six months to even figure out how to make consistent sales. That's so awesome. Lizzie, so thank you for sharing the real story of that too, because so many people are like in that boat right now. They're 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 coming to Everbee. They hear something on TikTok. They hear something on YouTube, and they came to Everbee, and they're just like, "Hey, like I got some listings, but like nothing's happening, right?" And they're kind of like they're 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 on this brink of the the crossroads of should I give up on this thing or should I, I like persevere? And they're probably gonna give up because they don't have like anybody. They don't have a whole lot of p success stories that are like meeting that meeting them there and grabbing their hand and saying. Hey, keep going, right? It's it's okay. But I think like your story is really inspirational to them because you were at that crossroads, right? So if anybody's listening to this, like Lizzie was, she had a little bit of success when it, when you say success, like a couple of sales, you had like a an inkling of potential, but it didn't do what everybody, what you expected it to do. Like there was no like amazing sales all of a sudden and you're like a millionaire overnight and all this crazy stuff. Like it was six months of darkness. A hundred percent. And um. I really do want to encourage people, like, first of all, you have to get some skills. I thought I knew what I was doing. I was a blogger. I understood some basic keywords. I was a graphic designer-ish, not not professionally trained, but I'd made, a, at that point, I'd made over a thousand graphics for social media. Like, I thought I could do it. And I still, I thought I was coming to the table with what I knew. And I had to have that moment of, is this Etsy or is this me? Yes. And I'm looking around. I'm like, other people are selling signs, Lizzie something's, you know, maybe we need to take a little step back. And so a lot of times you just need a little bit of more training. You need to give yourself a little time, gain a few more skills, study the market, um, which we can get into later more about that. But I absolutely want to encourage, like, get some more resources, get some more, get some more training because you can, you can absolutely do it and it can start out slow, but you can learn. That's if I can crazy. do it, you can do it. 
I love that. That's so good. And we talk about that, like sometimes as a family, just like with my siblings and stuff like that, but not enough, like on podcasts and stuff, right? Like stack some skills, you know, and just get one at a time. It's all good. Like learn, learn yeah. graphic design or learn SEO titles, tags, research, like um, all this stuff. Like, it seems like a lot of work and it is like, I'm not going to like, it's, but it's like zoom out for a second. Instead of thinking like in the next three months, I need to have $10,000 a month. Think about it more like in five years and 10 years, I'm going to be doing this thing. And like, whatever I stat, whatever skills I learn now are going to set me up to really compound the success in a year from now, two years from now, three years from now and forever actually. Right. Um, I don't know if you'd agree with that, but I think that's, I think we're on the same page. Well, yeah. And I also think that there, so for me, I'm kind of a bottom line kind of a person. And it was like, pick your heart, Lizzie. Do you want to go back to corporate America and put your kid in daycare? Or do you want to learn some new skills and maybe take some time late at night when you'd rather be sleeping or having a glass of wine and learn and work? You know, it's, I don't mean it to be so harsh, but like at the same time, I just, that was my, that was my experience. I had to ask myself that hard question. Like, what do you want? What do you want more? You know? Yep. It's like a scale, right? And like, does the, does the benefits outweigh all the pain or the potential outweigh all like the pain of like learning a new skill? hundred uh-huh. percent. I love it. Okay. Um, what are you doing now? So, so you're doing all kinds of stuff right now, but you still have your Etsy shop. You're, you're crushing on Etsy or you're doing well on Etsy at least. Tell us a little bit about your shop. Like how has that evolved and how's that going? So this is a fun wrinkle for you, um, Cody, that, that we'll see what you think about so I actually turned my shop off when I got pregnant right just before because I put it on vacation mode it's not gone it's on vacation mode it's gonna it's going through a pivot but um I was had some trouble getting pregnant the second time and I was working this is an important like I think nuance for people to hear like that's what's so flexible about Etsy um I was working with sawdust and heavy paints and stains and all of these toxic chemicals that were posing a risk to my baby. And so I actually put it on pause and I stepped away from that. And I launched a podcast called the how to sell your stuff on Etsy podcast. Love that. And, um, and, and so what I'm doing instead is I'm consulting and helping other Etsy owners get theirs off the ground in this time, this time right now. And I'm in the process of launching a couple other Etsy shops. I'm playing around in some different niches right now, um, mostly for my students so that I can show them, you know, even better how to do it because I've just done it. And a lot of the objections that I get in terms, I don't know if you've heard this, Cody, it's like, oh, only like the OG Etsy shops make any money. The new ones on the, on like, it's too saturated, the new ones. And so I'm, I'm in the process of proving that very wrong um, in a, in a great way. So that's kind of what I'm playing with right now. And I'm having a ball and I'm not going back to making signs. I've totally pivoted to other things that I'm much more excited about. <laughs> I love that so much. And there's so much there I want to pack. So um, real quick with the, with the, the, the whole objection of like, you have to be an OG Etsy shop to, to make it. You just guys are like real quick, just if you go into Everbee and just use product analytics, like let's say type in like shirt, for example, right. Or type in like wood sign, for example, like in your case, if you want to just look at the, you could see that if you scroll to the right on the, on the columns, um, on, on the table, scroll to the right and do total, total shop sales. And you could actually do the shop age as well. You're going to see dozens of shops that are like three months old have like hundreds and hundreds and some of the thousands of sales. So like that literally proves them wrong. And that's not like estimated data. Some of that is like, that's Etsy's data and we're showing it, visualizing it. So that's not true. If you believe that you have to be an old school shop to be successful, that's just, just not right uh, at all, actually. And data proves it. Um, so anyway, sorry to shameless, shameless plug there, but like, I hate that too. And 
I was wondering the same thing when I was like in the Etsy selling, like when I was a brand new Etsy seller, I was like thinking the same thing, but it's just not right. Um, real quick. So you just had a baby. So congratulations for the audience. Thank you. That. How old is he? Yes. Little boy. He's four months old this week. Oh my gosh. Congrats. That's... I'm getting sleep again, sort of, except for I'm not, I'm just staying up working on my shops, but it's still, he's sleeping. <laughs> I respect that so much. And I know it's a lot of work, just obviously being a full-time or being a mom full-time and also like you work on your other projects as well. Um, shutting your shop off you and to be, to be clear to everybody here, what, what I'm picking up on is Lizzie's shop was heavily like manual crafty, right? She's working, she's not, it's not a print on demand shop. Yep. Um, print on demand shop. If you did this, you could obviously don't have to turn it off. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you're thinking that way, of course, next, but like, that's not what you were doing beforehand. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you're finding the potential niches that you're going to go into next. Like give the audience, like, what should they be doing? Cause we have a lot of sellers that are like trying to find that niche, their first niche. Okay. I think that's, that's so exciting. So um, in, in my case, yes, it was extremely physically demanding. And when I look at it now, there's even no way we could add it back in because my husband was spending every night and weekends building the signs. I was spending all day, every day painting them. My daughter was off at school. We now have her at home in school because we have the the privilege of spending half the year in Wisconsin and half the year in Texas. And we wanted to have that. We have, we have an RV. We like to travel as well. So um we wanted the flexibility plus the baby. So it wasn't going to continue to work with our, but that's mm -hmm. the thing. Here's, here's what I want people to pick up on. Once you understand, once you learn how to make Etsy work, you can make it work for any niche. Like okay. it's, this is, this is kind of the little secret, right? Like pick something you're really good at and, and sell that for a while and you can pivot and you can still do very well. So right now, here's what I'm excited about. I'm, I'm, I'm dipping into print on demand and um, I do have some typical um, products like you know t-shirts and sweatshirts and things like that. But what I'm really excited about right now are some of the more unusual print-on-demand products that are starting to rise in um, in excitement. Things like throw blankets and throw mm -hmm. pillows and canvas tote bags. And like if you go on Printify, they have thousands of products. They don't just have shirts and sweatshirts. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that market expand. And in a way that I think is really exciting. Um, and so like, that's, that's what I'm, you know, like excited to stay up till 3am designing right now. Because yeah, you're <laughs> exactly. And then I'm also playing in the digital space. Um, but I haven't completely decided yet, but I'm so I've got those two shops. And then I've even thought about having a third one where I'd sell actually my own Etsy coaching products, like to have a service-based shop on Etsy and see how that went, like cool. to sell, you know, hourly coaching, but also maybe like um, PDF downloads of information. So kind of like an, uh, what would you call that? Like a more of a, more of a, yeah, more of a service-based shop. Yeah, so product service service. Yep. And, uh, and print on demand just to see how they go. And so what I would encourage, especially busy moms like myself is to think about, I, here, here's the thing. I actually love, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I've gone a little off on this Cody, but right. um love the old school like let's make something with our hands on Etsy I think that's why a lot of people go to Etsy mm -hmm. I'm really passionate about that most of my clients are that and I it just warms my heart to no end and some of us don't have the capacity for that and so when I'm looking forward I'm wanting to create as many streams of more of a passive income 
um, than making signs. And I realize I'm, I'm not here to say that any of this is actually totally passive. I understand the actual definition of, of passive income, but it's more passive than literally spending 80 hours a week building and painting and boxing signs. So if that, if that makes any sense, I would really encourage people to consider that when they're deciding what to do. The time, just like consider the time you mean. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Consider like, what could you make now? And it'll just continue to sell for you and you don't have to keep making it every sale. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about print on demand and that's where it's the, the market is going just in general. Uh, and the cool thing about it is like, if you still like love to make things with your hands, you could still test things with print on demand. And if it's like crushing for you and you still want to like get a little piece of the action and like actually make it yourself, you could still do that. Just yeah. make the same product and, and do it. I, I don't think you will, but um, but you could do that, right? And you can also go vice versa. You could also start by making those signs with your hands or the, the pillows yes. or example with your hands and actually say, okay, well, I wanted to scale this thing out to like and handle hundred orders, hundred orders a day. Then, then it's a matter of like, you could use print on demand solution for that, of course. And there's always trade-offs with quality and the margins and all that good stuff, but you have to make, it has to make sense, but I totally love it. Very cool. Um, well, where can people like learn more about like you and Lizzie and her, your story and how you teach also how to sell things on Etsy? Where can people find you? So um, the easiest place would be to go to my website, which is howtosellyourstuff.com. <laughs> oh, and yeah, that's where you can find the podcast and the story and like all of the, um, I've got freebies and things to help people on their Etsy journey. Um, and then you can find me at how to sell your stuff on TikTok and on Instagram. I love it. And you mentioned, um, and I'll link to all those things in the bio, by the way. Uh, but real quick, like where can people, you've been in entrepreneurship for quite some time. And I like to ask yeah. every guest this, you developed a callus around your brain, right? In regards to like uh, being relentless, right? And not like really give up when things get hard or get dark, or you feel like there's uncertainty or doubt or fears. What do you consume? Do you read books? Uh, do you listen to other podcasts? Like how do you continue to go and learn and sharpen yourself? That is a wonderful question. So, um, and you're exactly right. I use that when I feel tired or discouraged or actually what I am most likely to feel is uninspired. I am most likely to feel like, I don't know what to create. I, it's, it's never like a laziness. It's like a, I need ideas. And I am a podcast girl um, and a book girl. And so I love like a Jenna Kutcher's podcast. Allison J. Prince is wonderful. Um, Russell Brunson just sometimes can entertain me. Gary Vee can sometimes entertain me. I mean, there's so many. Um, and then, you know, books as well, but more about developing skills, like, you know, habit related books and entrepreneurship. But I also think for me, there's a spiritual element. Sometimes the give up has to do with where we're at in our heart. And, um, so I'm a real big proponent of working on what are like the barriers, um, in my mind, in my heart, where do I feel like I'm not deserving? Where do I have shame? Where do I have um, pain that's unresolved because sometimes those things can really prevent us from going where we're meant to go in our, in our work. I love it. So kind of like working on yourself, just like in and out, right? Like understanding the skills, like the skills that are valuable to the market, but more importantly, before that, actually working on like the deeper stuff, I guess. Right. And like really understanding what motivates you and why, what your whys are. It, exactly. I think, I think you have to, I think, think that you can reach a certain level of success without it, but at some point you've got to go a little deeper and do some, we call it sozo, um, where, where you can find some, like dig into the truth of your heart and find, get, get some more freedom. I love it. I'm going a little woo on you, Cody. Is that cool? No, I love it. I love <laughs> it. That's, that's what it's about. So Lizzie, thank you so much for, for this and for your time. And 
just so grateful to have you on. Congratulations on your baby and your upcoming new shops that you've been launching. Um, we're just super grateful. Well, thank you so much, Cody. This was a blast. I, I'm I'm so appreciative of the time with you. Awesome. Cool. I'll have you, we'll have you back and we'll dive into like a specific topic, like maybe like conversion rates or listings or tags. And I know you, you're super well, well-versed in all those things too. So anytime I'm at your service. All right, cool. Talk to you later.